this is Kathy Kruger. And this is Sarah O'Connell Clater. And welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. And each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. People sharing ways to improve your life. And today our very special guests are from the Friends of Geerko. And I hope I'm saying that right. They're going to correct me lots good, of times. Yep. You did good. We have Victor Girma. Pascal Girma and Bob Rich from the New Paltz Club with us. So we're going to learn a lot. We are. But in this segment, we have Victor, Victor yes. on the mic. Hello, everybody. Welcome is- to Radio Rotary. Yep. And we have Bob Rich on the other mic. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Radio Rotary. Well, gentlemen, let's get right to it. What exactly is the organization of Friends of of what, Kathy? Girgo. Geargo. Friends of Girgo. Yes. Thank you. Friends of Girgo, which is not Girma, which is Victor's His last name. name. So it's Friends of Girgo. Friends okay. of Girgo. All right. Tell us tell us what the organization is exactly, Bob. Well, the organization is um, it's an incredible uh, opportunity for um, people here in the United States to um, help rural West African uh, village uh, children get uh, access to 21st century technology. Why are we called Friends of Yergo? Yes, because, why? <laughs> uh, because our pilot program, the first village we're working with, is the village of Yergo in Burkina Faso. Burkina Faso is a small landlocked country in West Africa, and Yergo is a village within that country. Okay. Um, a village of approximately 7,000, 7,500 people. Oh, littler than, small, than Pleasant Valley, where yeah. I live. And so it is a real village, yes. small village. Okay. Yes. Uh, it's a little bit different than um, the villages around here. Um, the villages in uh, this part of the world often don't have paved roads. Mm-hmm. Uh, they often don't have electricity. They often don't have running water. 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 Yeah. And uh, that's is typical in that sense. So if it's so isolated How and landlocked... How did you get to them? Yeah. How did you connect with them? What I mean, give us the backstory. Well, here it, we are sitting in a studio in Fishkill. Yeah. It all started a hundred years ago. Wow. One hundred. Well, okay. we weren't alive then, yeah, so, so well, who's I'll carrying explain. the torch? I'll, I'll explain. explain. <laughs> I'll explain. So about a hundred years ago, give or take a decade, Burkina Faso was part of French colonial West Africa. Uh, Um, Eventually, the the country would become known as Upper Volta when we were all in school, um, but changed in 1984. They changed their name to Burkina Faso. But anyway, it was uh, colonial... Uh, French colonial West Africa, and the French Jesuits um, wanted to start uh, Western-style schools in the area. So um, they built some schools, and nobody went to the schools. And there was a lot of um, uh, hesitation on the part of the uh, the local people to go to these schools. They didn't really know what it was about. There were rumors that the, the, the French were taking their kids back to Europe and eating them. Um, kids would go to these schools. They wouldn't be seen again. And so uh, the Jesuits really didn't know what to do. So they, they actually um, befriended um, the Mognaba, which is the emperor of the Masi people. That's the tribe that, that um, is still the predominant ethnic group there, and convinced uh, the Mognaba that Western-style education would be a good thing for his people. And so he, he basically sent out an edict to all the chiefs that they had to send one of their children to the Western-style school. So Girgo, 
uh, the chief of, of Girgo, um, who happened to be chief of 28 villages, he had to do this because the emperor decreed it, and nobody wanted to. Now, back then, um, the, the chiefs were um, polygamous. They had several mm-hmm. wives, they had several kids. His firstborn son wasn't going to go because he was the prince. And he would be uh, he would be the chief, right. Um, assumably, right. right? So he wasn't going to go. His second-born son, however, his mother died in childbirth. Mm. So there was no one there to pull him and back say, not and, my and boy. say, "Not my boy." Yeah. And so he so was the he expendable. Off, so one. off he goes to the school. His name was Bila Victor, um, and, and Bila just is a diminutive term of okay. small victor right yeah. and so okay. he got literally tied up and sent to this school at a very young age and came back many years later educated oh wonderful. Um, he could read so they and go write. off it's like boarding school yeah it is. so then oh, they yeah. they are in residency at the school with basically the missionaries the jesuits right as well so were they also trying to colonize and christianize the tribal people? well sure that was yeah, <laughs> the other that was agenda. all part of the deal right. as okay, well that's the other agenda sure. so um it was so anyway so he comes fast forward yeah he comes can, back he can read and write he convinces the the chief that it would be a good idea a good to send thing. other kids yeah. um and one of his children became very well educated. Actually, all of his children became educated themselves, and one of them learned English. And so when the new country um, got its independence from France, he he knew how to read and write in English as well as French and in Moray, which is their tribal language. And so he became the first ambassador to the United States and the United Nations oh, from the, the, this country of Upper Volta. And um, he happens to be Victor and Pascal's father. Aha. Uh-huh. Oh, Who are in the studio with us. Okay. So, so did he move to the United States? Yes. Or did, 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 uh, so Victor, let's bring Victor into this because here we've got the background the son, of your lineage. Yeah. Your father is the ambassador to the United Nations. Um, I will uh, preface all this by saying that Rotary has a very close relationship with the UN and in fact ha- is the only service organization in the world that has a seat at the United Nations. And we have one day every year where we all meet worldwide as Rotarians at the UN. Mm -hmm. It's only open for Rotarians. So with that preface, so your father is the ambassador from the homeland, shall we, from the homelands, from Gyrgyz in South Africa. In West Africa. In West Africa, Africa, sorry, in West Africa. And you, did you all come with him? When were you born when all this was happening? I was born a year before our independence. Oh, okay. And when he became ambassador, we moved to Washington, D.C. And we lived in Washington, D.C. for about three years. Is my my oldest sister, my brother, and myself. Is this your brother Pascal my who's brother with Pascal, us? Pascal, yes, he's okay. my only brother. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so we lived in Washington D.C. until there was some trouble back home, and then we moved back home to, to Upper Volta. All right. And in '67, my my dad had come back and gotten a job with the UN and that's when we moved back to the states and we've been here since since 67 oh my goodness since 67 okay. all right so from wow. from west africa to dc back to west africa to the states to the states to here to the new york area and we moved to new rochelle all righty. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know where that is. I do too. Yeah. Um, so you you grew up here then? We grew up here, but our first language was Moray and French. So mm-hmm. when we first got to the States, none of us spoke English. So we were mainstreamed in the school system. Yeah. And once we got into the school system, 
within three months, we learned how to speak English. And we're going to hear more about this fascinating story um, when we come back to Radio Rotary in just a minute. But I'd be remiss if I did not thank our sponsors who keep us on the air here. And those are Salisbury Bank and Riverside Bank, Absolute Auction and Realty, Third Eye Associates, and the featured Rotary Clubs of Brewster, Carmel, Clarkstown, Sunrise, East Fishkill, Fishkill, Goshen, Highland Hyde Park, Kinderhook, Tri-Village, Kingston, Liberty, Millbrook, Nanuet, Greater Newburgh, and New City, New York. And we'll be right Right back. back. Hi, I'm Rotarian Susan Simon of Third Eye Associates. Rotarians devote themselves to caring for others. Sometimes we forget to care for ourselves, especially when it comes to planning for our future. At Third Eye Associates, we provide fee-only financial life planning, financial transition planning, and wealth management strategies to help you integrate your life and your money. ThirdEyeAssociates.com for more information or call us at 845-752-2216. That's 845 845- This is Andrew O'Grady, CEO of Mental Health America and the Mark Agency. MHA is merging with the Mark Agency, so whether you struggle with addiction or your mental wellness, we can be your first stop. MHA and Mark, where anyone can get access to the full spectrum of mental health and addiction services without having to jump through unnecessary hoops. MHA of Duchess and the Mark Agency. Contact us at 473-2500 or check us out on the web at mhaduchess.org. You are not alone. Hi, this is Tony Marmo from Norman Staffing, and we've been bringing together employers and job seekers since 1980. If you're an employer and have job vacancies, let Norman Staffing help fill them with permanent or temporary workers. We screen, interview, and recommend the best candidates for your company. We make the employment process easier and faster for you. Please call Norman Staffing for your employment needs at 338-9111 or normanstaffing.com. Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell-Clater, and we are back with another segment of this edition of Radio Rotary, and I am joined by Kathy Kruger, our producer. Thanks, Sarah. Filling in for Jonah. Jonah is off doing what he does when he's not here, which I say, no excuses. Right. But he's anyway, trouble, right? we, uh, <laughs> we are having a fascinating discussion with representatives from the organization of Friends of Girgo. Did I pronounce that correctly, I hope? If not, Girgo. That Victor Gurma and his brother Pascal, who is now on the mic, are going to tell us a little bit more about it. We were chatting with Bob Rich in the last segment, who told us about the organization. And we're going to recap that a little bit. Victor, give us a little recap. Friends of Girgo is an organization that we founded, along with our friends in New Paltz, to help rural villages in, in West Africa, starting with Girgo, which is our ancestral village, as a pilot program so we can bring technology, modern technology, to help enhance the education and opportunities for, for students back home. And the way you connected with this West Village group of people, you know, society is because that's where you all came from. That's our ancestral and, village. And your, do- your father was the ambassador. It was the ambassador. That's yes. The ambassador to the to, United to States. To the United States and yes. the UN from, from Upper Volta first, which later became Burkina Faso. Okay. And you and um, and Pascal, welcome to Radio Rotary. Thank you. Um, you all grew up here, though, in Westchester County. Eventually, you settled here. Yes. And so then this organization takes on. 
Well, it, we came up to go to school in New Paltz. Okay. Oh, in New Paltz. Yes. Okay. Our goal was to finish New Paltz and then leave, but 30 years later, we're, we're still, still here. here. Okay. <laughs> All right. There we go. So we've, we've, I think we've brought everybody up today, but we're, we're so fascinated. I hope you guys write a book. Yeah. This is like book to movie right. all day right. long here. So what, what does the organization do? What, what does the Friends of Guerco do? From the time that we were here, we we're always connected to our ancestral village, as is the norm in, um, in, in, in basically Burkina Faso in Africa. You're never disconnected from your ancestral village. But we also recognize the privileged life that we had here. Do you have dual citizenship? Yes, we do. Oh, good for you. Yeah, yes, we do. Yeah. Good for you. Um, and, you know, we've always recognized that we've had opportunities, and ironically, our grandfather's misfortune created an opportunity for him to go to school, which created an opportunity for our father, which then created an opportunity for us. Um, so, so the hope is, you're really living the American dream, the hope is is that every generation is moved forward in some way. And has. And has, yeah. definitely, and in can, your family. And so then can give back. Exactly. That's, that's where, yes, that's, and that is key. Yes. That's, that's what the genesis of this idea was. Is, and when we go back, and we go back fairly frequently, and we see the opportunities that can be over there, but basically... A lot of those children don't have the opportunity to go to school. Is it still as rural as we described, as Bob described, Bob Rich, who was on the mic earlier in the first when segment? Yeah, he mentioned no paved roads, no electricity, no, no water. water, running water. Well, Girgo is about 60 kilometers from Ouagadougou, which is the capital. And it, it'll take you about two hours to get there because the main road is paved. But to get to Girgo, you have to get off the beaten path. And something that would take normally 15 to 20 minutes will take you an hour because of the road conditions. When so it's still Haiti, rural. Sounds exactly yes. like the yeah. villages in Haiti. Girgo yeah. only got electricity. And I'm saying that in very loosely mm-hmm. about two years ago. Okay. The problem is, and Bob and a group of us were over there. Uh, in October, the electricity sometimes is off for three or four days in a row. Right. So, so it's not consistent. Yeah, exactly. And again, I think, Pascal, you really mentioned it and said it very eloquently that you've had a, a privileged life yes, we um, because of the, the evolution of, of your family, basically. And you have wanted to give back to where your roots are, basically. Yeah? Yes. And, and, I, and I have to say it's not unique to us. But most people that we meet in the diaspora always seem to have a desire to do something. And as you know, it's very simple to send things over. We wanted to try and send opportunity. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. So what were your degrees in in, in New Paltz? And I assume it's SUNY New Paltz yes, since you yes. went to school there. What did you, what was your course of, of, of uh, study, Victor? Business administration and marketing. Okay. okay. Woohoo. Yes. And, and Pascal? I was also business administration major, but I was, I couldn't decide if it was marketing or finance, so I did marketing, finance, and um, management. Oh, yeah. are you a little type A personality then? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little, uh, the overachiever. So where you are right now, you have built a school? No. Okay. Our, our project is basically to partner with existing government Go- schools. Okay. We don't want to reinvent the wheel. Oh, I hear that's good. Yep. And and so we figured that it would be best to try and enhance what's already there 
because we get the most, forgive the term, bang for the buck. Absolutely. By, um, by Spoken by a true, true businessman. Rotarian, too. <laughs> yeah, business major yeah. slash Rotarian. Yeah. Um, great. And so, you said you're trying to bring modern technology. So I'm assuming you're talking about computers, too? And, ex- exactly. Okay. Exactly. So, so how do you go about that? Right. Give us, walk us through well, it. Uh, you know, initially we thought that we would just bring computers to the village. Um, when we started helping the village, it's it's been a long time. We used to help with just school supplies and so on. And we had the idea of bringing computers just so that they have the opportunity because most kids will go to school for 12 years never I've having seen, seen a computer, yeah. never having touched a computer. The teachers also don't have access to computers and so on. So the thought was, why don't we bring computers there? But when you look back, there, we, it really requires an infrastructure to do that. And we started going backwards, and hence the Friends of Guru started to, um, we started thinking of ways in which we can do this and it well, became a lot more involved than just dropping off computers. Doesn't it always? Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like, oh boy, that's internet, uh, electricity, all that fun stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And you start peeling away the right. layers of the onion, and it's, and there you are. Then you need to plant a garden. That's well, the, what you need to do. Exactly. So one, go ahead. I'm, We're going to finish one of the that examples, thought. One of the examples is that um, most of the villagers in Girgo are farmers, and yet for the most part. The kids will go to school at 7 in the morning till 3 in the afternoon, right. 4, yes. not yeah, eating a to. meal. Oh, oh, boy. And are dependent on the government delivering food, which doesn't make sense to us. So, obviously, a garden has to be part of our project. Oh, there oh, you go. We hit we hit upon it <laughs> organically. <laughs> boom, yes. boom. All right. Well, we're going to find out more about this fascinating story. We're talking to Victor and Pascal Gurma from the organization Friends of Gyurgo. 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 I am just never going to get that right. I guess I haven't had enough coffee this morning. Forgive me. Forgive me. Um, in our next segment, but stay right where you are. We'll be right back with more of Radio Rotary. Salisbury Bank and Trust Company offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, commercial lending, and trust and wealth management services. With 14 locations throughout the tri-state region, in Dutchess, Orange, and Ulster counties, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, which includes our Riverside Division offices in Poughkeepsie, Red Oaks Mill, Fishkill, New Paltz, and Newburgh. Salisbury Bank is your local bank in your community, making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Visit them at SalisburyBank.com. That's SalisburyBank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. Hi, this is Sue Doyle of Absolute Auction and Realty. Back in 1946, we began serving the auction and appraisal needs of the Hudson Valley. Today, our clientele spans the globe, but we still consider each person we meet to be an important member of our AAR family. From specialty collections to real estate, antique and estate to vehicles, we auction it all for people just like you. Whether you're a seasoned auction enthusiast or a novice, our website, aarauctions.com, is packed with tips and examples designed to make your buying and selling experiences the best they can be. So enjoy your visit to AAR Auctions. Tell your friends about us, and please come back often. That's aarauctions.com. 
There is always a reason to live. This is Andrew O'Grady, CEO of MHA of Dutchess County and the Mark Agency. Suicide impacts tens of thousands of people each year and is often the result of untreated depression. Do not let the stigma keep you from talking to your doctor. The Claudio Cares Foundation and MHA want everyone struggling with depression to know that we all have a reason to live. Don't be a statistic and don't leave your loved ones wondering what they should have or could have done. What is your reason to live? Call MHA at 473-2500. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the final segment of this fascinating story. On this edition of Radio Rotary, I am Sarah O'Connell-Clater, and I am joined by our producer sitting in for Jonah, Kathy Kruger. Welcome. Thanks, and I miss Jonah, but he got our guests He us. did, and he he's going to be sad he, he missed, missed this. Yeah, well, he did at the Red Hook Club, so. This is, well, you're coming to my club next, next to Millbrook. Right, yeah, and and let, let's tell our listeners who they are. Yes. We This is just um um, amazing story. It, it's a book and a made-for-TV, not a, a feature film. I'm promoting it to feature film. Friends of Girgo, which is a Girgo is a village in West Africa. And we have been chatting with Bob Rich, who is the treasurer of the organization and a member of the New Paltz Rotary Club. That's right. I'm secretary of the New Paltz Rotary Club. Oh, and you're okay. secretary of that <laughs> club. But, but treasurer of Friends of Gear Go. Okay. Oh, God and um, we're talking to the president, Pascal Gurma. And you're also in the Rotary Club, too. I am. Yeah. So we're surrounded. This lot of Rotary energy going on here. And on the mic earlier was his brother, Victor, who is a board member of this wonderful organization. And Bob, give us the Reader's Digest recap for our listeners that are just joining us of the Friends of Gear Go. Sure. So it's a it's a 501c3 organization. We actually uh, created that organization that way. Smart. It's totally non-denominational, non-political. As is Rotary. Yeah. Um, and it, 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 it works. It's really made for Rotary because what we wanted to do um, and for years, Guillermo's and their friends have had this idea, this impossible idea, to bring computer technology to rural West Africa. This this far-fetched idea. But just like Rotary, you know, we Rotarians, we make the impossible possible. possible right. We make the far-fetched retrieved. And that's well what we're doing. But so why we, did they want to do it? Tell us well, why. Why Tell they wanted to do it? Because, um, well, I could tell you why I wanted to do it. I know why um, the Girmas wanted to do it, because... They see the opportunity in their own ancestral village. They saw the opportunities they were able to achieve because they had um, a chance to get educated. Their their father was educated. Their grandfather was educated, which is and, unusual, right? Yeah. And and but for a different From that rural a area. different fork in the road. Um, they would have been basically subsistence farmers had had someone else's grandfather been tied up and carted off to school, the likelihood is they would have been subsistence farmers and their families would have also in the village. Because, you know, we we talk about, and I'm going to forget who it was, but, you know, uh, talent, you know, talent is evenly distributed around the world, but opportunity is not. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's not our, we didn't invent that uh, (laughs) phrase. So we decided, okay, how, how can we make this happen? How can we 
make this this dream happen. And and once once we started doing fact finding, and we actually went over a group of us, we call ourselves the B team, went over to and a group you you mean uh, new Paltzerotarians uh, and well, friends, friends, uh, right, friends of the organization, friends of the Gearmers. Some of us are Rotarians, some not Rotarians. Okay, so okay. this uh, is this is a marriage between this organization, friends of Geargo, and your Rotary Club. That's right. We and there's a lot of cross pollination. Right, a lot and of cross pollination. Um, well, they come from various walks of life. We have a soil scientist, an engineer. We have a, a mason. Uh, we've got a, a carpenter, a cabinet maker. Um, we have me, basically a poser of <laughs> who can who can hammer. You know, they, they made me the painter. Uh, but we have lots of different walks of life. We have uh, people that are involved in grant writing. We have the superintendent. Uh, she just retired of the New Paltz Central School District. So a so lot of different people. An you, architect. You mentioned that this is a five hundred one c three. That's and, right. And the pronunciation Geargo, that's not how it's spelled. But if somebody wanted to learn more about uh, this organization, Friends of Geargo, what is the website, contact, Facebook sure. page, whatever it is? Because sure. you're talking about technology. Surely you have a social media Oh, yes. We, we have a Facebook page, and we also have a website. It's uh, www.friendsofgeargo. And Geargo is spelled G-U-I-R-G-H-O. Dot org or dot com. They both okay. uh, both go to the same place, and, um, and that's where you'll find more out more. Time. Sure, it's right. www.friendsofgirgo, which is all one word, G-U-I-R-G-H-O dot org or dot com. Um, and so uh, the whole project is laid out on the website, but basically what we what we are trying to do is provide a, a comfortable, clean learning environment for the kids, good nutrition, clean, sanitary um, latrine facilities. Look, believe it or not, these are all things that need to be done, teacher support and educational resources. So that's going to make that dream come you true. You just kind of list made a list of priorities. What, what we do want to emphasize to our listeners and to ourselves again because we're so privileged which is what the boys i call them the boys pascal and victor um sons, <laughs> brothers the right. sons of by the way an ambassador right. their father was an un ambassador and an ambassador from girgo to the united states so um from upper volta from, from upper, upper volta, volta. so <laughs> right. talk about opportunity bob not to put too fine a point on it but to be able to go to school basic needs have to be met so if there is no electricity or there is no running water there is not enough food you're going to focus on those things and education is way down on the list well it's all it's all part of the same uh, plan uh, and we've we've Go actually we've, tell us about it yeah we we basically uh, sat down and brainstormed and put things into phases of what we needed to accomplish to get to our goal the, the computer center is actually literally being designed on the drawing board now by architects so that we, was the goal that's the goal but we went and but um, to get there yeah we we, yeah. we basically uh, took a 40 foot shipping container, um, held fundraisers, filled that shipping container with tools, Mm -hmm. supplies, paint, rollers, all kinds of equipment, books, which you were going to need when you hit the pavement there, right. boots right. on the ground, so, right? So and speak. we put boots on the ground. We we got the shipping how container people, over there. How many people went? Well, there were um, uh, seven. Seven of us uh, went over, um, stayed in the village. But we had uh, we have the friends in Girgo. We had dozens of villagers 
who came out and um, and helped. Um, actually, we were the helpers. They came out and, and did the lion's share of the work. We literally had to rebuild, resurface all the desks. We brought over picnic tables, uh, prefabbed, and built the picnic tables. We painted the classrooms. We put solar exhaust fans in all the classrooms. We resurfaced the floors, redid the blackboards, rebuilt the latrines. So um, you really upgraded the physical plant and created right. a, yes. what, a more comfortable learning environment. Right, and now we're ready for the next step. And meanwhile, while doing that see we we can walk and chew gum at the same and time you were there for how long how long uh, that eight be? days eight days and, and while all this is going on the teachers have been trained on how to use computers because they were provided with computers and an IT specialist from Wagadugu which is the capital came and would spend time on the weekends um, and train the teachers how to use this technology so the teachers now are on board they know how to use the technology and they're already finding ways to use it to help them in the classroom so the kids need to be fed so you're, you have a garden. We have, um, we have, for example, a soil scientist, and we have a lot of friends who just are willing to help us. Mm-hmm. And so a garden is definitely in our project. Um, and again, we have a hierarchy of things that we needed to get done. Right. And this year we focused on the classrooms. But more importantly, what Bob didn't mention was the fact that our friends from New Paul's went to Girgo. And here we have a judge, an engineer, um, lawyer, s- went and painted the classrooms along with the, uh, with the uh, residents of Girgo. You rolled with, up your sleeves and you got it done. But also the connection that was made with the people was a very important one. Right. And you've got a rotary connection there too, correct? Yeah. yeah. That's that's right. Um, we, we actually partner with a, uh, a rotary club in Ouagadougou, Ouagadougou Savan, which is part of District 9101, so shout out to them. Okay. And they can listen to the show. You know we're heard, we're heard all around the world yeah. well, on these yeah. airwaves here. <laughs> and once yeah. they get their computers going, they can uh, yeah. get us on the website too. Yeah, so. they can play it for the kids <laughs> right. in the classroom. That's what we hope. And we are going to find out more about this fascinating story because you guys have to come back. We ran out of time. And thank you, thank you, Victor Gurma and Pascal Gurma and Bob Rich from Friends Go. You're coming back soon. And I have to make these announcements. Um, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Mental Health America of Dutchess County, Mark, Mid-Hudson Addiction Recovery Community, Norman Staffing, and the featured Rotary Clubs in New Paltz, Patterson, Pearl River, Philmont, Pleasant Valley, Kipsy Arlington, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, Suffern, Wallkill East, Wappinger Falls, Warwick Valley for the entire Radio Rotary team and my co-host, substitute and producer, Kathy Kruger and Jay Verzi, the Wizard of the Buttons. This is Sarah O'Connell Clater thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at the same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website and you can listen to this broadcast in its entirety. RadioRotary.org Org.